You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Alright, alright, alright. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Indeed it is. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. That is as soon as I can get it put up on the streaming network uh, for this uh, Sunday. It's, it's on the it's streaming network. It is on the streaming network? Well, good. <laughs> well, I have to spread it. You know, it, it gets put in the center spot, but then I have to spread the word, if you will, here. Okay. But anyways, it is Sunday, November 14th of uh, 2021. And from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there, way over there in Queens, New York, a whole time zone away in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. As always, we trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. We are uh, officially in winter here. The calendar may not say so, but gosh darn it, it's cold. It's uh, we, uh, we had a wind chill down in the 20s last night. And let me tell you, this boy, three years in, still, still not ready for it. Uh, I wanna. I, I, I I'm gonna jump right off on this, John. Uh, by the way, how are you today, Mr. Shannon? Well, we just got done uh, dealing with our first quote-unquote measurable snow. Okay. Uh, we picked up. They picked up some good snow up in the uh, uh, north of this area. Picked up around four inches up in places, just only about. 30, 34, 30, excuse me, 30 or 40 miles away from us down here. We picked up at the airport where nobody lives. Excuse me. We picked up about 1.2 inches of snow. But you're in Minnesota and you get that in July. Well, there you go. Problem, the problem with that is one, you know, 1.2 inches of snow. That doesn't sound like a lot, but unfortunately, we drive like idiots here in Minnesota, and so mm-hmm. there were a that a little bit of snow just wreaked havoc. Can I ask a question? May I ask a question? Absolutely. At this time of year, does it come to a complete surprise to everybody in Minnesota that there's snow? I, I'm beginning to believe that's the case. <laughs> Who knew it snowed in Minnesota? <laughs> 
Oh, I, you could you now they've got. And of course, like every major city, you have uh, you have traffic cams, and you every every mm-hmm. traffic cam you turn to, there would be somebody sliding into somebody else, and it was <laughs> it it was a mess. Now, I went out and worked uh, for a little while yesterday. The, the roads actually had a chance to calm down. I didn't get out until around uh, 9 o'clock my time. Mm-hmm. The roads had managed to, uh, to somewhat uh, resolve their issue here. Uh, and it wasn't too bad. But then it started snowing again around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Fortunately, temperature was still above freezing, so it really wasn't coating up the roads too bad until I got home. And so, but like you say, it's Minnesota. We have to expect that stuff here. There you go. And uh, let's not delay. Let's uh, let's get right into John's favorite. This will lighten you up. This will warm the cockles of your heart. And I know your cockles need some warming right now. Oh, absolutely. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by, we may have a sponsor. Uber closed the week at $47.19, down $2.07, my birthday, $2.07. Meanwhile, Lyft took a drop from down to $53.55. It's only 59 cents, but a drop is a drop. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Help! You want to hear the uh, sponsor? Potential. We're in We're in okay. talks. You ready? Hey, go ahead. Miami has a dolphin, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, River, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Everybody! Two wins in four days, baby! Two wins in four days! You, you do realize why the Dolphins are considering sponsoring the stock market report. Don't don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you got to realize that they got to get some notoriety out there somewhere. And uh, you know, I'm not going to take I'm not going to take it easy on you when it comes to the Dolphins. Ah. <sighs> Well, we'd like to welcome Shaletta to the uh, First Church of the Gooey Death and Discount House of Worship. You'll get all the religion you need here, my dear. You just bring some pancakes. We're going to be doing just fine. Wait a minute. Just Kill fine. Christ is standing up. I, uh, he's about he's about ready to give a blessing here. <laughs> Down, Gil. Down. What have, I tell you, what have I told you about that finger? Anyway. And good morning to uh, Shannon. And anybody else that's watching and listening, we're happy to see you. We want to—I think we want to give a shout out here. We had a nice little experience Friday night, John. Uh, you want to—you want to tell the folks about that? Yes, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we were Ed and I both were invited to come on to TNCRadio.live, 
to talk to our friends uh, Steve Johnson, Tom Kelly, and Chopper Bill Chopper as Bill they put cool. out a as as they what a cool name that is. We um, we were invited to come on and talk a little bit about uh, the rideshare industry and transportation in general and whatnot. Uh, Ed, at first, I didn't think Ed was going to join us here at first, but then as it turned out, he come in and made a surprise grand appearance here towards the end, and and uh, so we had a lot of fun with that. We and they dropped quite a bit of information on us here. And um, you know, sometimes it just goes to show when you have people that are actually real journalists and really actually put uh, their mind to, the to task. work to be able to to uh, bring information. What can uh, what can actually happen? And we've discovered a couple of little nuggets here. Um, the one thing that I had uh, that they had said that completely floored me. And and Steve Johnson was the one who brought this up was that uh, Uber may be exploring uh, bringing in uh, New York City yellow cabs to the uh, uh, into their mix into their app, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to. He didn't quite have it right because he was still thinking that yellow cab was a a company <clears throat> in New York and. We had to correct him on that, but I did a little bit of, a little bit more looking, clicked a couple of links, and and uh, figured out that it was actually the um, the taxi. What is it? T. Uh, what is the, the TLC. governing body? TLC. TLC. Taxi confused. Taxi and Limousine Commission, or has as Steve kept referring to it, the TFI. Yeah. <laughs> And we had to remind them, uh, we, we, we hand out licenses for other things, not not the taxis in New York City. <laughs> but, uh, so, I did a little look, and apparently, uh, they, uh, apparently the uh, TLC is really kind of warm to this idea. This was something that was uh, had started uh, in uh, September. And it'd be interesting to get some more information on this to see if they're actually going to wind up doing this. They're not. Uh, you don't think they will? I, I, Unless they want that building. The TLC's main headquarters is about five blocks from where I sit right now from the uh, Radio TFI Executive Tower. <clears throat> we can see it from anywhere above the fifth floor. And unless I want to, uh, they want me to be able to roast weenies off the balcony. Well, for when they burn that building down, uh, it is bad enough what Uber has done to this city uh, to to inflict them on the yellow cab drivers of this town. Uh, for any number, first off, there is uh, uh, rooftop advertising. There's been rooftop advertising on taxis for a long time now. Now they have dynamic advertising. Uh, it's it's been around for years where the ad will change on the vehicle uh anytime it's stopped it won't change while the vehicle's in motion but it changes when it's at a red light and it updates and it'll cycle through 10 different ads whatever the number may be well i've noticed in the past month or so uh more and more taxis are new uh lcd screens and they are it was for more information to advertise here 
It's whatever, whatever at uber.com. These are uber signs. Now, I can live with that eh, if they want to get into the rooftop advertising because there's actually real money there and very little. Oh, yeah. Very little input. Uh, but, A, yellow cab drivers, for the most part, are not interested in dispatch. Uh, unless it's the wheelchair accessible stuff, there's some there are things I was doing with, uh, the, for the brief period I drove, uh, which was. But they're more interested in flags, and I can tell you from driving around a lot around Manhattan lately, there's people out there with their hands out all over looking for cabs. So it is definitely back, and to have to tell somebody, all right, the guy that that chopped off both your legs and uh, three of your fingers is not only moving into your house but he's going to be in charge of everything it's not going to happen I don't I, I would go march on that building to to allow the very company that destroyed the the industry here in this town and a lot of other towns and and just exploded the amount of cars to the point that nobody makes a living if you can't see that the fix is in at that point then you know i don't see it happening not without huge huge you thought january 6th was something where do you see this go down Mm. you see now i am all about the idea of making the most money I possibly can and being able to it let now I, I don't know the geography of the New York City area so I, I so if I sound like a rank amateur with this please please forgive me but if I were to take somebody from Manhattan to let's say up into Queens mm-hmm and now, I, I do. Do you see people flagging down cabs as much in Queens as you do in? Uh... You do now. You do now because it's more of a over the past few years and pre Uber, they had instituted what they're what are called borough cabs, the the green cabs. Right. To uh, this used to be all the gypsy cabs, the unregulated stuff. Now they're all regulated, and the idea was in the outer boroughs, the places that didn't get a lot of the service from the medallion yellows, that they would have that service. So people got uh, accustomed to doing that. And you, well, where I live, there are so many taxi garages. It's not unusual to see a yellow cab for hire. Uh, maybe not on my corner, but if I walked up two blocks to the main road, Queens Boulevard, I could flag down a cab easily. Just go to the gas station I go to and wait. Somebody will pull in to, to buy gas. But uh, it does happen. Uh, there is a dispatch system needed of sorts in the outer boroughs. It would be helpful. But still, you have a lot of drivers who are nitwits who will only strictly work Manhattan. They would deadhead back. See, that's just silly. I, I agree. I agree. You're passing up money in the streets. Well, it used to be there was no, you couldn't find the work because, you know, now 
there there is a dispatch system that a lot of these drivers just don't take advantage of the yellow cab drivers do the green cab drivers do but uh not manhattan uh so until and unless uh, the yellow cab drivers get hip to the uh you know here's the thing they don't want to get locked into it into a call knowing they're going to pass 10 people flagging on the way well that's that's just it and we both know that amongst uh uber's other problems is uh, is their dispatch uh system there that that, that thinks nothing of uh chasing a driver right uh anywhere from three to five or more miles away from a ride uh it, it is a total jumble you know what uh, and let me let me uh, tell you from personal experience here in new york city especially manhattan you can go three feet and lose a ride Oh, I, I bet you see you see somebody flagging you down. You're about to pull over, and somebody walks in front of your cab. Another guy will swoop. Literally, another cab will swoop in, pick him up, and go. And uh, that's it's blood sport. It is very much blood sport here, and that's not going to change anytime soon. Uh, that's not going to change. But for the rest of Manhattan and and the and the rest of uh, the city, yes, we need some kind of dispatch. Is it Uber? No. Absolutely not. That's something the city should be running, or bring in bring in a uh, a company that uh, is strictly in the dispatch system. You can't have Uber dispatching one set of cars. Meanwhile, the other side of their business is in direct competition. Where, where, where's where's the the common sense there? For God, God's sake! So I've got I've got ten thousand cars that I need to feed work to. But you're going to let me dispatch your cars. I'm going to run your cars ragged until they all want to quit. And I'm going to, oh, well, gee, well, gee, folks, it may take an hour or so to get a yellow cab to you. Oh, I'll maybe try the Uber app. I hear they're not busy right now. It's just ludicrous. It's ludicrous that uh, that this is even being considered. And I haven't read the article, and, and honestly... Uh, I don't feel I need to because anything with Uber's name attached to it, just, you know, the bad things are going to happen, kids and kittens. Mm-hmm. You look at, you, all you got to do is look at the last decade since they came on the scene. It's, it's nothing good happens. Well, we, we've beaten, we've beaten this horse time and time again. As yeah. far as we saw this coming, we saw that as soon as Uber thought it was, uh, uh, thought it was going to, uh, or thought it had the taxi, uh, the taxi industry under its thumb prices start going up yep and it was just uh, it was it was kind of funny i have my student that uh i take back and forth uh to school every day uh she was going to uh she needed to run some errands after uh and she was oh i guess i'll have to take an uber so now I feel comfortable taking. She's fifteen. Mm. I feel comfortable taking her because I have all of the permits and whatnot. I'm I'm registered as a tri- as a Type Three school bus driver. As a what? Type Three. Oh oh, I thought you were a registered something else. I'm sorry. I uh uh-huh. well, I had yeah, a little yeah. I, lo- I had a little mal- mal- malfunction in the. Uh... You have more malfunction than you ever care to talk about, my friend. Uh, 
But so no, so I told her. I told her. I'll tell you what. I really don't. I don't feel comfortable uh, encouraging you to or telling you to try to jump in an Uber. First off, technically they're not supposed to be picking you up. Uh, but somehow, some way, she does have an account. Oh, well, so that's we, we've gone over that. Uh, uh, but anyways, so what I did, what I did uh, for her is I said, okay, you go ahead and you pull up Uber's rates. You go ahead and see how much it's going to cost you to go from point A to point B to point C and then back home again. So you uh, you pull that all up. So she did. I actually had to knock a couple of dollars off of what I charged her because if I had charged her what Uber was charging her, I would have been seriously overcharging her. Right, right. To do this. No, and people will learn the days of the days of people the days of uh, Uber being this nice cheap service are, are over. They're long over. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't think you see the all the promotional stuff that they used to do when they no. first started. No, no. So the, the Uber is no longer a cheap ride, folks. Nope, it is not. It it most certainly is not. Um, Let's uh, let's move on. We got we got a lot of well, stuff that I want to hit on here give me, today. Give me give me one more quick second here. That one other thing I wanted to pick up that we were talking with Steve and Tom and oh. Chopper Bill. Oh right, Chopper Bill uh, was uh, oh, that hurts. Was this whole deal that uh, what Uber is doing now in London and the requirements for London? I had never Uber heard that up. before. Never. I went through. I did a little research. I had it. it it's got to be brand spanking new, and it probably was a result of the fact that uh, Uber was uh, deemed. Uh, what was the word they were looking for? They were deemed unfit. Unfit uh, numerous and, times, and they they were suspended from operating in London for a while. Well, now they've they've taken. It looks like they've taken some steps, and I went on their site and and. They, I don't want to go into it. I had a, I had a website put up, pulled up. Um, I'll tell you something. If they had that, um, if they had that here in this country, it wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be bad for the industry because what they're doing now is they're not close to what London taxi drivers have to go through, but at least it's a step in the right. It's a step in the right direction for him. Uh, And again, I'm going to... I think Steve was misinformed here. I'm going through my uberpeople.net London forum. And I've already gone back two months. And there is not one mention, not one, of any any, uh, anything like this. And I, I, I think Steve was either misinformed... I, I believe Steve believes what he what he believes, but I think he did not get the correct information because uh, again there is nothing here. Uh, I hadn't heard of it. I would have stumbled across this at some point. I am forever in these forums and rooting around with with Uber drivers and all that. And, and while it's a fantastic idea and it's certainly something that should happen, because every driver should get training ask the uh, queen of all hacks up there in toronto eh, christine she's fighting them right now 
up in Toronto about the, uh, the training, which they've really screwed the pooch on that one. Oh, you didn't you didn't hear this from from her, by the way. They have uh, the governing body up there has finally said no uh, no more new uh, permits for Uber drivers up there until they actually go through this course. Yeah, well, that's something. And uh, lo and behold, uh, we must have rattled his ears. Steve Johnson is listening in. Good morning, Steve. I said it the other day. I'm saying it again. I have. I can't track down. Uh, maybe offline, you and I will have to get together and uh, figure out who this person was you spoke to because I can't find a trace of this training. And again, I'm I'm sniffing around this all the time, and I and and I just don't see it. But other than that, it was a fun to be with you guys the other night. Glad you're listening. Hope uh, hope you brought some friends with you today. <laughs> Well, I do. I do see a. I do see a website though that uh, to which uh, to which it's being referred to here, and this is uh, uh, this is from uh, Splend. I want to say it's Splend, S P L E N D uh, dot uh, C O dot U K. Uh, how to become an Uber driver in London? Okay. Well, we can we can do all that and. Uh... You know, I, I look. I'm willing to learn something. If if there's something there, fantastic. I would love, love that. Uh, although, you know, I, I the one thing I do miss is all I don't see as much the pictures of Uber cars on roofs and on stairs and and all that, which uh, which really is the best part of. But they, they in London now apparently all the Uber cars are hitting traffic signals. That's uh, <laughs> that seems to be the new thing. But. Uh, Anyway, I want to I want to move on. We got other things I'd like to talk about again, Steve. Thanks. Uh, welcome welcome here. Uh there's so much I want to talk about. So much we have here. But I I, I think where I want to go is is as vaccine shots because I stumbled across mm-hmm. this has got to be the biggest idiotic controversy going this week. And uh because who was it? Who did it? Who brought it up? Why why? Uh oh! Now I can't find it. Oh, Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Ranting on about Big Bird. Well, as a public service here, we're gonna play a little PSA here about Big Bird getting his vaccination shot. Please enjoy it, and it's done with all the for all the right reasons. Uh, uh I'm a little scared to get the shot because I don't like needles. Will it hurt? Oh, it's okay to be scared and to have some of those big feelings, Big Bird. Can I tell you something? I'm a grown-up, and I don't really like needles mm-hmm. either. In fact, even as an adult, I don't like to look when the doctor puts that shot in my arm. And I'm the same way too, Big Bird. Well, but you're a doctor. Yeah, but, you know, even some doctors don't like getting shots. Luckily, there are ways that we can manage some of those big feelings. Oh, yeah. You know, one thing that I find is maybe singing a song to distract yourself. Maybe the ABCs while you're getting your shot. You know what I like to do? I like to bring something from home that might make me feel safe, like a favorite toy maybe. I also take three big breaths and then think about all the fun things I can do after I get the vaccine. Oh, you know who else we could ask, Big Bird? We could ask Rosita. Remember, she just got her shot. We could ask what she did. Okay. Hi, Rosita. Uh, Did it hurt when you got the vaccine shot? Uh, Were you scared? I was a little scared, Big Bird. 
but my mommy and my papi helped mm. me, and, and little Gatito helped me too. Oh, Gatito, Rosita, is that your lovey? See, see, when I was getting ready for my vaccine, I sat in the chair and I held Gatito over my belly like this. And I watched Gatito move in and out on my belly. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Before I knew it, the shot was over and I had this cool vaccine, you know, band-aid on my arm. Mm -hmm. Really? That, that was it? Yep. Yeah, I barely felt it. Yeah. And you know, my arm only hurts a little. Hmm. Well, gee, thanks, Rosita. Oh, that makes me feel a lot better. Oh, and look what I have here is what we needed for your vaccine oh, shot. Radar. Mm -hmm. oh. Yes, it's time to go, Big Bird. Good luck, Big Bird. We're rooting for you. You're going to do great, Big Bird. We'll see you when you get back. You've got this, Big Bird. <laughs> okay, Granny Bird. Let's go, hunt. Well, a couple of things on this. First off, Ted Cruz, you'll never beat Big Bird. I hope he does for real run against you in Texas. Second off, people of Texas, why do you keep electing this nitwit? Uh, third off, did you notice the teddy bear? I did. What and, was you the know, I didn't get it yet. When I first, uh, when I first saw this video. You got it now, though. Today. Okay. Yep, radar. And what? why same is it called? Same little bear. Same little bear that Radar Radar O'Reilly carried with him. That that uh, is well, correct. Most of the time. So now I, 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 I did catch that. I think they did an excellent job there of keeping kids, explaining it to them in a way that's not talking down to them, but just explaining it in terms they can understand. There's nothing to be afraid of. They don't deny that it's gonna hurt maybe a little bit. But you're going to be fine afterwards. You'll get a cool Band-Aid and, 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 and you'll be able to see your friends and your and your Mimas and your Nanas and your Pop-Pops and everybody else again. Your Abuelas, uh, etc. I only have one question with that, though. Sure. With all these fuzzy Muppets getting their shots, how are you going to make a Band-Aid stick? You're going to have to shave that out there before they make the Band-Aid stick? All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the point is here. John is looking completely in the other direction. That's that's one hey, point. While we're talking, one point missed. While we're talking about uh, the vaccination here, of course, you know there's always somebody that has to make a big deal about this. Now, I'm going to I'm going to warn you ahead of time. This is actually some stuff I added from last night. I can see that. So. There's going to be some a little bit of language involved here, so please, uh, please hold your ears. It'll be okay, trust me. But uh, give this a listen. Yeah, we're gonna just sit. Hi. So we in here? No cards asked. We sat down, guys. No cards asked. And we came without a fucking mask. Mission accomplished. For the card? Oh, we don't have the vaccine. We don't have a card. I need the vaccine. Huh? I need the card. The vaccine. I don't. I don't have a card. Then you can't see me. Why? You are eating for the eating for the restaurant. You need the card. The vaccine. I don't have one. So you, who's the manager? 
Well, here it goes, guys. Here we go. We thought it was in the clear. Yep. I can't believe you as a Latino, right? I'm a Latina that you would even ask somebody for a car to sit down and eat. That's that's what they meant. It's wrong. It's fucking wrong. Yeah, I did get my views. It's not about views. I did get my views. I'm very happy. And now I'm going to tell people not to come here. Now I'm really going to tell people not to come here. You could stick your food up your ass. What you say? I do have a great education. I probably got more degrees than you do. You're over here saying something's a law and it's not even a law. A shame of yourselves. Scared about a COVID vac a vaccine that is not gonna it's gonna get you sick. How about that? A disease that doesn't even exist anymore. You should be ashamed of yourselves, all of you. All of you should be ashamed of yourselves. How are you treating people because they didn't get a fucking vaccine? Okay, that's enough of her. All right, first off, it's it's ashamed, you nitwit. There's a D at the end of that word. Uh, second of off, well, I'm going to tell all my friends not to come here. Well, you know what? They, they don't want you and your friends, the rest of these nutball anti-vaxxers coming in here. Third off, you went in there specifically, specifically with the intention of creating a problem. You say it in the video at the beginning. They didn't ask us for this. They didn't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see how far we can get with this. You're a troublemaker. You're an ojean provocateur. And, and why is it that her opinion is valid, her viewpoint is valid, but nobody else's is? This is the problem with these anti-vaxxers. I commented on that video on the Twitter. Got to get a few likes. <laughs> Yay me. Uh, but yeah, why is it one side's viewpoints are valid, but they don't want to hear anything from anybody else? I'm supposed to listen to this. I'm supposed to listen to what you have to say. But when it's my turn to view my opinion and how I feel about this and what I think could be done. Oh, no, no, no. It's just a lot of yelling and screaming. Uh, John, I told you I had a, a personal thing I wanted to rant about. Now it's coming. Yeah, on, on, on Friday, I had somebody I work with go off on me in a parking lot. Two months ago... Uh, he was trying to park his van. He parked in a, in a reserved spot. The person that normally parks there came by and asked him to move, and he got all upset, and he was yelling and screaming to me about it. I said, oh, that car's parked there all the time. Well, that, uh, he, went eight, he went nuts on me. I walked over to his vehicle later, mainly to say, hey, look, this is the day. I, and then in between this, I found out Mike King had passed. So basically, I just wanted to, hey, you know, let's not do this today. I got a five-minute dressing down where I never got a word in edgewise. I even later that day asked him, can we talk? Yeah, I'm talking to somebody as soon as I'm done. That was two months ago. The other night, as I'm waiting for uh, to do what I got to do, he walks over and he's, he's, and he's literally, literally is doing the same thing over again. And it, it, oh, nobody here likes you, Ed, and this, that, and the other. I could care less. I'm not there to be liked. But you know what it, what it all boils down to?
And he said to me, on other jobs, you've burned bridges. And you, you know what it is? Because I have a different viewpoint. I, have, I, I, I pass these people around the work area. I say hello, and that's it anymore. Because I know I look at this from a different, different angle. I'm not trying to convert anybody. But that's not good enough for people. That is not good enough. They, they, you feel the need to attack people. Why is it I need to be attacked? If you think this vaccine is bad, don't take it. Stay the hell away from me, but don't take it. Nobody's forcing it into your arm. Uh, if your job says you got to have it, well, that's it. you got to have it. But uh, getting back to my little incident the other night, this diatribe went on for about 10 minutes that I had to sit there and listen to it. I got a little involved, but I, I what Knucklehead doesn't know is I've got it all on video because he doesn't know that I, I have a dash cam pointing right at him because he didn't bother to look. And he also hasn't spoken to me in two months. It's no secret. I've told multiple people I have the dash cam. So I've got it all on dash cam. And what I'm going to do with it, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. And uh, But I am tired. I am sick and effing tired. You got an opinion? That's great. Maybe I disagree with it. Uh, uh, and uh, take care, Steve. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I, I have an opinion. You have an opinion. We all have opinions. They're like assholes. Everybody's got them and they all stink. Uh, but this nonsense of walking into a business that clearly states here's if you'd like to come in to our, our establishment, here's how we run. Here's how we roll. No shoots, no shirts, no shot, no service. Just because you don't want to take the shot doesn't mean the rest of the world has to bow down to you. Okay? We've got half the planet has taken this vaccine so far. And guess what? That half of the planet, yeah, there's been some breakthroughs, but it hasn't been severe. Nobody's in the hospital. Nobody's on a ventilator. And, uh, you know, you're idiots, all of you. All of you, you anti-vaxxers. And, and I'm tired of it. You're all idiots. Okay? Because one, one, one orange nitwit who, good God, oh, by the way, breaking, Steve Bannon was, was arrested in a morning raid. Ah, just kidding. I was just practicing for tomorrow. Uh, just because this nitwit wanted to see y'all dead, and by the way, they're all vaccinated. All the Fox News people, all the people that you're getting your disinformation from, every single one of them is vaccinated, okay? But to go into a business that clearly states we're we're going along with the mandate, why are you giving some, some waiter a hard time? They're there doing their job. You're going in there looking to pick a fight. And then you're surprised when people fight back. I'm going to call the cops. Screw you. Screw you. Get out. Go away. Okay? Take your poor English-speaking skills. And the only degree you got is is probably a, a roll-on bar of degree deodorant. Uh, my God. This is how you behave? There's plenty of places that are... That are uh, anti-vax restaurants go to those places don't walk in my joint when i've got it clearly stated outside blah 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 here's what you need to do here's what you need to know before you come in here we're, we're not hiding it 
but you're gonna go in there and pick a fight you're gonna pick a fight and you get your and you're surprised when you get your ass kicked what do you think you're the first nitwit to walk into these places and pull this nonsense people are tired of it now people are tired of it and only because they don't want to lose their their place of business are they not hauling off and beating the living shit out of every one of you okay and for the rest of you walking around with the ar-15s and whatnot screw you too because you think you're gonna take over i got news for you we got bigger and better guns and our guys are in better shape tapping out <laughs> i can't argue with anything you're saying there uh you know, she managed, I don't think it was her, I think it was actually somebody else that uh, used this whole, this whole, it's freedom, it's against, it's it's freedom, you're violating my rights, you're violating your, your I just, I get so tired of it, I, I put out a tweet yesterday, and I don't get in the habit of reading my own tweets, but I'm going to put this one out here for you. And it, it simply says, I'm so, I'm so tired of these anti-vaxxers who cheer the resistance to the mandates requiring vaccinations, all in the name of freedom. So I ask you, is it freedom when you are lying in a hospital bed in a coma, never to return uh, to the normal that you once knew, asking for a friend? And I, I saw that post, and I know the friend you're asking for. Uh and I will, uh, we, you know, we've gone over this and over this and over this. Your freedom, freedom's not free. There's a price to pay for freedom. But, you know, your freedom cannot infringe on my freedom. Your freedom does not supersede my freedom. Okay, we're all in this together. You've, there's every one of you running your mouth has had vaccines over the years. Every one of you has had vaccines i i i can't i can't john i, I i'm I, I no i can sense it i i can i can sense it to you for uh I, can, can i can i i want to uh i'm i'm gonna be flippantly mad if the green bay packers allow uh aaron Rodgers to play today i'm gonna I be yeah he can yeah but we'll talk about that. I got a little clip from Terry Bradshaw that played after we went off the air last week. This is from last Sunday. Yeah. This was literally right after we went off. And I want to play this because, look, Terry Bradshaw, you know, he's on that show and he comes off as a big old goofball and a good old boy from Country Boy. But when he's got something on his mind, you see the real Terry. One, yeah, I'd give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he'd have just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. Learn, learn not to lie, because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. I understand immunized. What you were doing was taking stuff that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks, that's what it is. We are a divided nation politically. We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that pretty much think only about themselves. And I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. Well, another. And I couldn't agree with Terry Bradshaw more, more on that. Oh, By the way, Fo the Fox pregame was at the uh, Naval Academy last week, hence, hence the sailors and all that. Um, Gene I, I, Simmons weighed in a little bit about this, too, as well. I, I just wanted to bring this up and read it real quick. Uh, this is uh, 
this is Gene Simmons from I think a week ago or so. I don't care about your political beliefs. If you want to walk amongst us unvaccinated, uh, I have to read it there, Ed. So please don't take it down. Sorry. Uh, if you are, if you walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. You don't have the right to go through a red light or smoke in a building. I hate this whole delusional, evil idea that you have to get to do whatever you want to do because of your rights and the rest of the world be damned. Uh, And I couldn't agree with him more. He's absolutely right. That's exactly what I was just talking about. Why is it your views are more important than mine or take precedence or supersede or pick your word, pick your, get out your Roger's thesaurus and find another word, but uh, it doesn't change anything. And, uh, it's amazing. I had an anti-vaxxer last uh, last night in the cab with my last ride. Did you now? Yes. Uh, nice, uh, nice little old lady. Uh-huh. Uh, picked her up, uh, took her back home, and she was. Uh, we were. She asked me if I need if I was required to wear a mask. Uh, I say I tell them that I. It is suggested with our company. It is suggested that we wear a mask. We are also required now to, on our company, to provide them with the uh, uh, with the card, with the uh, vaccination card. Mm-hmm. Now, so I told her, I I told her I feel I'm perfectly comfortable with the idea uh, of uh, this because I've had my vaccinations. Ed carries carries it right into the studio with him. Even. No, that's, I actually was sitting under a. <laughs> under something. I have to put it you out where I can uh, see it. You haven't got the booster yet. I, I I'm not eligible yet. I can't get it Really? Yet. Really. I'm not 65, contrary to popular belief. Yeah, but you have some underlying health conditions. I do not have underlying health conditions. I had a health condition. I did not have a... I had a heart attack. They fixed it. I do not have heart disease. Contrary to popular belief that everybody in my life seems to believe, I do not have heart disease. Okay? That okay. would be an underlying condition. They went in. They fixed the plumbing. Your bathroom got clogged up six years ago. You had it taken care of. Do you still have a plumbing problem? No. No, you don't. Well, in your case, I, I don't want to speak out of line, but... Uh, <clears throat> but <clears throat> so, this lady... Uh... This lady uh, made a point of telling me I wouldn't have gotten the vaccination except for, oh, my husband's got weak immunity and whatnot, so I had to get it. So yeah. Kata, it was like the tail tucked between her legs because she, right. was, she knew that she had to get the vaccination. Right. Otherwise, her, otherwise she's going to run the risk of infecting her husband. And, uh, and uh, well, we'd want, want to see that happen. No, but she was talking about the whole thing. You know, it's a matter of freedom and freedom of choice and this and that. And, you know, I hate to say it. I, I, Rod, I love you. I hope you get I hope you get back to full health one day. Uh, but, unfortunately, I kind of waned on this a while ago. But I'm getting to the point again where I don't care. If you don't have enough common sense... You go out and do what you need to do to protect yourself. Screw everybody else. I, I'll walk 
down the middle of a crowded building with a bunch of you anti-vaxxers and unvaxxed because I have mine. I feel safe enough in that. Would I possibly catch it? Would I possibly get a get a minor, you know, uh, might get sick? Might have some minor symptoms? I'm not worried about it anymore. So my point is, to hell with you. Wait a minute, John. If you don't want to get- John, John, yeah. but, but you... Let me finish the thought. You got Master Oliver there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I. Oh my God. I just don't. I don't care anymore. I. I just. I really just don't care. If you're not going to get vaccinated, there's not any lick of common sense that's going to make you change your mind, whatsoever. Go do it. Hospital. The ICU beds. not being really reported as much as it should be. We're back at, at max capacity in a lot of these hospitals. We are up here in Minnesota. We've only got a handful of ICU beds up here. And it's only going to get worse because people are starting to, you know, you're going to be driven inside again. You know, you know, it isn't, it isn't pretty out here to uh, be out here uh, trying to do things in the wintertime, unless you're that type of a person. Well, that's another story. But I, I, I can't care. I can't. I can't sit and worry about whether or not you are you are vaccinated. Um, it may be such a thing is is that I might have to ask people myself, hmm. and then if they're not, I can't refuse them if they're not vaccinated. But at least at this point in time, I'll know to put a mask on. I have them. I have them available. I wear them when when need be. Yeah, uh, but if if they're not vaccinated, I have to protect myself. You're right. You mentioned Baby Oliver, Master Oliver. You, you're absolutely right. I do have to protect him. So right. Uh, just uh, and we'll end it on this. Uh, somebody taking the anti-vaxxer side, Dennis Prager, longtime lunatic, and uh, I just please listen to this and. Just listen to this. Historians will just ask, how did this happen? How did people get governed by irrational fears? Whether whether it is of, of the non-vaccinated who, who are the pariahs of America, as I have not seen in my lifetime, any pariah group like, uh, like this. During the AIDS crisis, can you imagine if, if gay men and intravenous drug users who, who the, the, were the vast majority of people with AIDS had they been uh, pariahs the way the, the non-vaccinated are? But it would have been inconceivable. And it should have been inconceivable. They should not have been made pariahs. Mm. But uh, but yeah. this is well, culture. This is okay. You can make the non-vaccinated. So uh, it, it's a different well, America. Well. So apparently he missed that whole part of our history where we uh, uh, killed people for being gay. Uh, he, he missed the 80s. He missed the eighties for sure, when when a gay and gay gay men and intravenous users, drug users, were not only dying in in bushels, but were ostracized and whatnot. Did I did I imagine that? The, no, the, not at these these the are the I thought when I saw that. these are the idiots, and he's on that was on Newsmax. He's the these are the idiots that keep propagating this 
instead of helping get the world better. We have idiots like this. Dennis Prager. It's inconceivable that gay men and intravenous users would have been pariahed. Are you kidding me? Jesus. Were you in a coma for like 15, oh. 20 years? Did you? Before AIDS, gay men were ostracized. My God. Still to this day, it happens. Unbelievable. Oh, no, you're absolutely. That was the first thing that uh, that I thought of when I saw that. Is this, did, did I miss something here? Did I? Yeah. Uh, was I sleeping during that particular point in t- uh, point in time? I, right. I, I don't think I was. All so, right. Uh, uh, how about a palate cleanser? How about a palate cleanser? Here we go. This is a a, a good PSA. I want everybody to pay close attention to this and uh, be ready to write down the address at the end. Is your democracy? flaccid. Trouble maintaining a strong coalition? Tired of the parade of disappointing performances? Then you might be one of the 330 million Americans suffering from electile dysfunction. I get all excited about a new bill. The debate gets all hot and heated. We'll move things to the floor. And right when we're about to achieve a joint resolution, bam. Total government shutdown. Premature capitulation. I don't know, every time I get an election, I think, maybe this time will be different. Filibusting just doesn't make me feel good anymore. It's embarrassing, okay? Fortunately, there's the Freedom to Vote Act. The Freedom to Vote Act? What's the Freedom to Vote Act? The Freedom to Vote Act, what does that mean? The Freedom to Vote Act ends your tired, sagging, floppy relationship with politics by making Election Day a holiday across the country, banning gerrymandering, expanding voter access, increasing integrity, blocking foreign interference, empowering everyday citizens, and healing our democracy. Now my election is rock solid, and it works everywhere. Oh, it works everywhere. And it's safe. It used to take me forever to find the location. To to vote. vote. (laughs) But with the FTBA, we have all day to get to the polls. And it only takes two minutes. Which I prefer, honestly. She really does. The Freedom to Vote Act is only for democracies healthy enough for electoral activity. Talk to your representative if you are experiencing greased palms, lined pockets, dictators, neo-fascists, or other pre-existing conditions, as you may not be healthy enough for the FTVA. Passing FTVA may cause an increase in being heard, power, a full expression of your inalienable rights, representation, and a rare federal condition called accountability. If you experience voting lines that last over four hours, call your senator, as they have not passed the FTVA. Talk to your senator about the Freedom to Vote Act and demand safer and more satisfying elections today. Yeah, what they said. Yeah. I, uh, US. Yeah. Now, as funny as that was and amusing as that was, they made a lot of great points. Uh, my big one is is get, let's get rid of gerrymandering. Oh my goodness, this is this creates more problems. I, if we're going to have voting districts, I personally believe it should be based on either natural boundaries or boundaries, uh, town boundaries, county boundaries, that kind of thing. Uh, instead of, you look at some of these districts that go, there's one district in the state of Florida covers about half the state. 
it goes up in a skinny line up along the ocean and then you know into all the rich white areas blah 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 and you find them all all over the place and gerrymandering has to go we need to change our election day uh well i may i may not be entirely for uh, uh, as a holiday i certainly believe we should have a 24-hour voting period where the polls open at the exact same moment all across this great land of ours if the polls open at midnight here in new york then uh at that point it's 6 p.m the previous evening in hawaii and they stay open for 24 hours this way all the results come in at the same time and it's not uh, a bad idea thank you i've been i've been pitching that for for forever uh should we maybe we should do it on a saturday or a sunday instead of a tuesday people are working and all that it's difficult to uh maybe have a week have a 48 hour voting period over the weekend when it's easier for people to get out and vote and certainly we we have to make uh, we have to make access to voting much simpler. this nonsense that's going on in places like georgia and texas and you know all these states because the republicans can't win so they change the rules and uh and remember vote blue vote early vote often uh get out there uh oh, i'm sorry i'm thinking of my chicago days i don't have any chicago days I just like saying that phrase, but there's a there's a lot to be unpacked there. You know, humor is good for that, and uh, it, it, it's. Uh, I mean, you look at what happened last year, the turnout for the presidential election, and we got to keep that going. Granted, uh, twenty twenty two is coming up, and they the Republicans, the GQP, are doing everything they can to cheat, lie, and steal their way into power. Okay? It's not going to get any better. If you thought four years with Numskull was something, wait until he or his cronies get back in. And if they don't, they don't put handcuffs on Steve Bannon tomorrow, when he shows up uh, in, in court, and if he doesn't show up, they need to go after him and put him in handcuffs. Oh, and, absolutely. And all of these uh, January 6th people and all that, they, uh, they need to go. For the point of reference, if you hadn't heard, uh, Bannon was, uh, what was the word? What's the word I'm looking for? They have uh, indicted? They've indicted him, yeah. They've well, they indicted him, him yeah. on, on, on first, just, uh, he was supposed to go to congress and uh, and answer congress testify and he just eh, see ya that's what he said i heard him he said see ya <laughs> taking his, he's taking his notes from you Ed. he knows oh, where the best be he knows where the best radio is don't play association be careful i'll go like i'm waiting for the big knock on the door any day now any day That was a big knock. It shook the whole picture. <laughs> whole studio was on its. Uh, By the uh, way, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, if you'd like to join in and add your opinion to this. Uh, in, the, in the next hour. Yeah, in the next hour, exactly. Because we're, we're going to go on a break here. A whole lot more. I pressed the wrong button. Okay, that's good. Uh, we'll be back with picks. We'll be back with a whole bunch of stuff, including uh, more on Kyle Rittenhouse. 
That ought to be fun. And of course, the bag of chips, too. You're listening to the Taxi Plank Hour on We'll be back. T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. When a very lovely lady sat next to me When she got up to eat She asked if I would hold her sight I was more than happy too And now there's more I'd like to do I want to kiss her but she won't let me Sweet nothings in her rear I want to hold her behind Closed doors and more I want to kiss her but She won't let me When she returned She said she was an actress she showed me an album of pictures of her opening, which she'd been sitting on. She seemed as sweet as she could be, but I could clearly see. She was the kind of girl who stole men's hearts, then wrecked on. I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. train ride down to Austin We shared a seat and we shared our tales But as my heart tried to leave her behind Regrets are all I find Cause I'd hoped I'd get that girl in the end I wanna get 
kiss her butt She won't let me I want to whisper Sweet nothings in her ear I want to hold her behind Closed doors and more I want to kiss her butt I want to kiss her It damn near killed him. I had a chick named Kay. One day she flew away to Tijuana where the moon is blue. The moon is blue. But with our right wing censorship, there are words that mustn't slip. To truly tell you how I feel for K. So, if you see K in Tijuana, and I'll see you in Tijuana too. Now, if you see K, tell her I miss her each day, and the FCC won't let me sing this song I wrote today. Now, if you see K, take her hand, gently say. That after this transmission, I'll be out in 90 days. Oh, if you see K in Tijuana, then I'll see you in Tijuana. Go, wanna go, I gotta see you in Tijuana too. I was waiting for the introduction. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was waiting. I was. I was... I was doing the right thing, and and, he, and then I get this look like, any time now. <laughs> That's right. Now, now you got it straight. Welcome back. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Uh, once again, from the uh, Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there in Queens, New York, where poor baby, it's 40 degrees and he's freezing his little tushy off. Oh, it's the one and only Ed Van Ness. Oh, oh this will make him feel sunny. He just put his dolphin's hat on. So Good morning, feel- kids and kittens. Yes, I put on the hat to keep my, my head warm and it's freezing over here. But not only that. Miami Dolphins, two wins in four days. Good gravy. Miami has a dolphin. Oh, there's more of that to come. Oh, we'll be talking more about that as we... Uh... John Shannon, good morning, sir. How are we uh, this lovely day? Well, I, I actually, believe it or not, had time during that wonderful break. We had have breaks like that more often. Mm. I actually had time to microwave a cheeseburger that we uh, yeah that, uh, was made last night. So by the way, I I put hours of work into that break last night. Literally hours of work. And what does John do? Gets right up, walks away, doesn't see I it. I saw it once. I did see it. I I preview everything. Gets put sits, up on the sits down literally as it's about to end, which is an improvement over sitting down fifteen seconds after it ends. Which is normally how we, how we go here. 
but keep coming up with breaks with that length and we'll be just fine this this is what i have to do i also have and, and now i'm working that i'm trying to work that balancing act of not ticking off youtube faceplant i could care about meadow whatever they're they're called these days but uh my hat is it my hat crooked or is it my head is crooked uh <laughs> i i honestly can't i honestly want, can't tell honesty or do you want me to just say uh i think your hat's crooked okay i think it's my it's head personally does, too, so. does it look better that way <laughs> if you're a woman i'd call you eileen uh, i i know eileen i leaned over <laughs> i know her brother ben I gotta get a wah 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 effect here Uh, Who are we? What are we doing here? Why are we here? That's been a question I've been asking for the last nearly five years Yeah, really I'm gonna say this very quickly If you wanna hear a really well well produced show Not this nonsense that we do here That we slap together every week Uh, TNCradio.live Every Friday night at uh, Is it 8pm? Was it Oh, when were they? Uh, I think it's 8 p.m. Eastern. No, no, no. It's 7 p.m. Eastern time. 7 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. Central. Correct. So you listen to those guys. Chopper Bill, Steve Johnson, Tom Kelly. Those guys are great. We uh, we had a hell of a time with them Friday night. And, uh, you know, and then we come back to this. We love you people. We love our people. Don't misunderstand. It's not you folks. It's It's us. It's all about us. It really is all about us, isn't it, John? It really is. Well, now, so it's Chopper Bill. Chopper Bill. I, uh, is he the one? Yeah, he is the one that uh, has been in the radio business for... 40 years. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah for, he used to be a... Uh, chopper. A uh, chopper... Uh, traffic, uh, traffic. Traffic reporter. Traffic reporter. Right, he, he didn't pilot. Yeah, pilot it. But. And he has the smoothest radio voice. Oh, my God. Yes, he does. Uh, what I wouldn't I would give... To be able to take that, uh, uh, just we we were we connected over Zoom with them, which was amazingly clear, and we'll talk more about that in a couple of weeks. But I just felt like I was enveloped in velvet every time that man opened his mouth. I was, I was just, I was content to sit there and listen. There's um, a big, more than one difference, but there's a there's a big difference. Uh, with him and what I try to pull off, I can pull off the radio voice. I can pull off that smooth tone if I want to, but it's hard to do when you have when you're talking from when you're talking from the hip or from the from the cuff, if you will. Uh, he just no matter he he could I think that he can that. sing the alphabet song and uh, have it come off maybe uh, that's his natural maybe that's his natural voice i don't know i think i think it it is some people just have that voice for radio it's it's interesting in in real life people say to me oh boy you got a voice for radio yet nobody on the radio has ever told me i have a voice for radio (laughs) you neither don't feel bad i had one guy one guy because i actually went I went to radio, uh, was going to go to radio school. Unfortunately, a little thing like having not having a high school diploma got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I did did the little read, believe it or not. I read it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I know you find that hard to believe that I did oh, a read perfectly. I'm shocked. 
enunciated the words properly in the whole, the whole ball of wax. What is it? Even a blind dog finds a bone every now and again. Yeah, and, and this guy, who I knew, he was a he was a television personality himself. Said it's one of the best reads he's ever he's ever heard. So, but that was uh, well, Jesus, that was uh, forty years ago. So, well, look at you now. You got I your am. you got your own radio station now. How about that? How Gotta about love that? it. Well, what do you say? Let's let's go into the. Uh, is it time? The, uh, venture it, into mediocrity here. Is it as. time? It's time. It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prop approximation. What's the word, John? I can't. I honestly can't. Your four-way into the world of prognostication. Prognostication. Each week. Oh, each week, John just missed it. Shannon, Gerald, the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cups. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion, if we have the nerve. The ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. What a week it was. What a week it was. John had himself a big week last week. We're going to get into all that in just a moment. He's uh, wolfing, wolfing down his cheeseburger. And let's uh, let's uh, let's look at the standings coming into this week. There's there's John Shannon with a big 12 points. He's uh, I'm right behind him with 11, and then then, then there's Gerald, the computer who wore tennis shoes, coming in, bringing up the rear at 10 points. Picked up nothing last week, nothing. Let's look at last week how it all went. John John picked up two two big points with uh, who. Whose dolphins? My dolphins. My dolphins. And we'll just leave it at that. Uh, you got Arizona, right, boy, and then some. And uh, and you should have gone with your home team. I uh, I struck out straight across the board. I didn't have a chance one way or the other. I just I blew it every possible way. And so did Gerald. Who also, with a snarky remark on his New Orleans pick about, uh, hey, Atlanta, this ain't the Dolphins. You know, we, we remember such things, Gerald. We remember such things. So, here we are. We're, it's week 10. Can you believe it, John? It's week 10 already. Jeez. Where'd the year go? It's, uh... It's flown by, that's for sure. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It's, uh... Hey, you what? I'm not getting myself situated here. So, let's start with our picks, and uh, let's start with young Mr. Sh- Oops, I did that again. I did it again. Let's start with young Mr. Shannon. Fortunately, I have my script in front of me for this. Good, it's about time. Okay, so first off, I am going to go... Uh, the Detroit Lo- uh, Lie Downs, uh, uh, Mr. Johnson's favorite team, 
uh, is uh, they're going into Pittsburgh, where I forget exactly where they. I think they were an eight point. Uh, eight points. Uh, the Steelers are, are an eight point favorite. Well, I'm going for a true double on that. Going for the true daily double. Yeah, you are. I'm going to the uh, Steelers uh, giving up 16 points. You know, when I first saw that, I had to think, and because it's been so long since we've done a true anybody's done a true double. Because the 13 and a half is just the minimum. That's the minimum. Uh, my first pick, uh, those New Orleans Saints visit the uh, Tennessee Titans. And, and I got to tell you, I like what Tennessee's doing. With my boy, uh, now his name just, just escaped me. He, he was with the uh, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Tannehill, the whole, the whole team is playing great. Uh, I'm, I'm giving up three points uh, to Tennessee at home. I, I think that's as big a lock as you're going to find this week. And, uh, oh, Gerald, what, uh, what's up with you, boy? Good morning, gentlemen. After last week, I'm going with safe picks. My first pick is the New York Jets getting 12 points. They host the Buffalo Bills. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> yeah, you 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 took a shot there last week, didn't you, there, pal? And uh, John, what what do you got with your second pick? Okay, the Green Bay Packers hosting uh, Seattle. Now I have no clue on on Aaron Rodgers' uh, uh, status, nor do I have any had any idea when I made the pick. I still think that he has to sit out. I don't think so. I think I think he's eligible to play today, and we're going to talk about that after this segment. But having said that, I still even even without Rodgers, I I think at home against Seattle, I think that uh, Green Bay is the better team. I'm going to take them, giving up three and a half. All right. I uh, my second pick. I, I I just I needed to go with a little cushion room this week. Uh, so my next two picks. So I'm taking Jacksonville. This is Indianapolis. It's a division game. The Jaguars are getting ten and a half points. They 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 stink like last week's fish. But again, it's a division game. Ten and a half points. I give it a shot. I got to try to catch up to young Mr. Shannon here. And uh, moving on, Gerald, what do you got for us? For my second pick, I like the Tampa Bay Bucks visiting the Washington Football Team. Give me the Brady Bunch, and I'll give up nine and a half points. Ooh, nine and a half points. He's uh, he is playing it safe, taking Tampa. John, go ahead. Your final pick of the day. Finally, my Minnesota Vikings are traveling to Los Angeles. Los Angeles, where they are taking on the Chargers there at SoFi Stadium. Ah, uh, you know, I I hate to say it. But the Vikings, I looking at their schedule, I don't know if they're going to win another game this year. To be honest with you. <laughs> so Chargers are up by, or Chargers are favored by three. I'm taking the Chargers. Moving up. And and in a geography lesson, John learned this week that the Chargers don't play in San Diego anymore. Show how much I care about that franchise. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my final pick of the week is uh, I'm taking Carolina visiting Arizona. Again, I'm, I'm just looking for a bunch of points. 
They're getting ten and a half points. Arizona is is a force to be reckoned with this year. It's it's not often you say the Cardinals are, are the team to beat, but the Cardinals are the team to beat. And I'm not so sure about that ten and a half points, but lo and behold, that's what we're going with. And finally, Gerald, what do you got for us? Before my final pick, I'd like to apologize to Ed for the shot I took at the Dolphins last week. Oh. Two wins in four days. I did not see that coming. Anyway, I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, minus eight, over the Detroit Lydowns. Thanks for that one, Steve Johnson, of Rideshare Podcast. Well, Gerald, that was very nice and unexpected of you. I'm, I'm sure Steve, Steve uh, appreciates it. We've had a technical difficulty. We've lost young Mr. Shannon. Here he is back. But to recap, uh, speaking of the uh, recently departed John Shannon, John likes Pittsburgh giving up, going for two, giving up 16 points against Detroit. And I can't say I disagree with it. Uh, but then again, this could also be the week that Detroit decides to show up. You just never know. Uh, he then likes the, uh, the Green Bay Nitwits, giving up three and a half points at home against the Seattle uh, Seahawks. And finally, he has given up the ship on his hometown Minnesota Vikings, taking the Los Angeles, used to be from San Diego, used to be from Los Angeles, back to San Diego, back to Los Angeles Chargers. Giving up three points. I'm taking uh, Tennessee. Giving up three at home against the Saints. Uh, give me Jacksonville plus ten and a half at Indianapolis. And again, Carolina. Give me the same. Hit me again. Ten and a half points at home against Arizona. Gerald. Gerald. Gerald goes with the Jets. 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 Taking twelve points. Buffalo has not been able to put up any points in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they lost to Jacksonville nine to six last week. I. I mean. They, so, you know, honestly, picking the Jets is not a horrible, horrible choice. Unless, of course, Buffalo comes back with a vengeance. <laughs> and it's cold here today, so they're in their element. Uh, he also goes with the very safe pick of Tampa Bay, giving up nine and a half points, visiting the Washington football team. And finally, uh, in a rare, rare, it wasn't supposed to happen, but sometimes these glitches get through. Uh, he picked the same game that John did, only he's taken Pittsburgh with the straight points, minus eight to the visiting Detroit late lie downs. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. If you're going to uh, gamble using real money based on the, these picks, John, what do we always say? Put down the crack pipe. Put down the crack pipe. And that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. And uh, I want to say this. I, 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 I about Green Bay. I am more than perturbed about Aaron Rodgers. More than perturbed. He is somebody that people listen to. Right, wrong, deserve it or not. He is somebody people listen to. Uh, I'm already disturbed that bothered that Allstate is keeping him on. Uh that bothers me. A couple of his smaller sponsors have dropped him. And I'm very, very, very... I, the fine he got... The uh, guy in the Cowboys got fined uh, more for wearing his t-shirt out, untucked, than Rodgers got fined. Colin Kaepernick is still out of a job six years later for simply taking a knee. 
But then again, he's he's not, you know, a star white quarterback in the Midwest. Nor will he ever be at this reach. And I don't think I'll come to it, but there was a, an emergency meeting and it's being considered. Uh, Green Bay may be taken off the John and Ed versus the spread board permanently. We don't know. We're going to see how this plays out this week. It's an unprecedented move, and it's unlikely to happen. But it's out there. This is how serious the uh, the gang at, at, at are taking it here. Uh, again, it probably won't happen, but it is being considered. Anyway, John is sitting there with his a little steam coming out of his ears. Like, why wasn't I told about this? Anyway, hey, John. I, <laughs> very rarely did I pick the Packers anyway, so I really could care less one way or another about that. Well, uh, well, 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 well. What have I, we I, I don't know. This whole thing with Rodgers. Uh, look, it, it would be, it's all about money when it comes to State Farm. It would be more expensive uh, for them to bill or to... Uh, uh, tear down all the all the ads that uh, that were uh, featured with him, you know, and some of them even had uh, 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 Mahomes uh, in them as well. So it would it just it's a matter of money. Well, you just you just stop showing them. That's all. Notice you haven't uh, seen you haven't seen an Aaron Rodgers Allstate ad in the last couple of weeks. State Farm. No, uh, whatever. State Farm. You haven't seen one. Um, ironically, there was an ad State Farm ran uh, with Terry Bradshaw mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, I saw they that had one. Portraits. They had portraits. They had uh, Rogers, Mahomes, and then Terry Bradshaw was hanging up one next uh, next to him. It was kind of goofy looking and whatnot. Yeah. Bradshaw is always good uh, comic relief because he's pretty much uh, self uh, self deprecating and he he just uh, he plays the cornball yeah exactly and does a good job of it yeah hey let's uh, we we're 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 almost an hour and a half in we're seventy five percent done with the show we haven't cracked the bag of chips yet what do you say let's crack the bag of chips. This is Paul Gosar. Those boats can be manipulated by the machine. He's hated by everyone in Arizona, including his own family. He backs the big lie. To object to the accounting of the electoral ballots from Arizona. He's anti-vax, anti-immigrant, and more dangerous than a Joe Rogan proctology exam. Joe Rogan? He might be the president of Texas. Gosar posted this bizarre anti-immigrant video on Twitter, in which he appears to be killing AOC and Biden. Twitter left it up despite violating their own standards because it's important people see how Trump's ass parade is a carnival of batshit crazies. Gozar has called for riots in Arizona and was behind the January 6th attack. But the Republican caucus is an asylum. And you can feel it. Run by these inmates, Hawley, Green, Bopert, Getz, and of course, Arizona's own elected orifice. Acuity. They are a cancer that humbles COVID because while there is a vaccine for this pandemic, this virus won't stop spreading. Bitch. Damn right. I actually agree with you. Storm in the Capitol. It's a revolution. That was against my girl, AOC. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one fat, balding hey, guy in better. Queens. Yeah, he better 
Better tread lightly there. You Now you start talking about, I can't even talk about AOC. Mm-mm. Who the hell does he think he is? I know. Uh, so, th- this has just got. Gotten... Go ahead. What do you think? Do you think that uh, Twitter didn't take down the, uh, didn't take it down? They well, put a big warning on it, you know. Well, I say screw Twitter for right now. I want to know why he's still an elected member of Congress. I mean, Kathy Griffin, who is not an elected official, is a comedian by trade, did something. You can question the taste all you like. She is. She was harassed. She lost work. She was uh, visited multiple times by the Secret Service, interrogated. Uh, it's. It, it was almost impossible for her to get on an airplane for a couple of years. And what she... Uh, this is no different. That this man is paid by the United States citizens, and he's just a nutball to begin with. But this is the GQP now. This is they can get away with it. Why? Because we let them get away with it. We let them do it because we're of a mind of, you know what? Maybe he'll learn from this experience. Well, guess what? They're not learning. Now it's time to get out of baseball bat and take some pricks out by their knees. Okay, and that starts tomorrow. If Steve Bannon isn't in handcuffs at his house when he doesn't turn himself in, then you can kiss this all goodbye, buddy. Kiss it goodbye. Because we've got to start playing the game the way they do, which is no rules, just right. That's a good good tagline. I ought to, I ought to sell that to a restaurant. Uh, maybe out, Outback will buy it. John's sitting there with a bemused look on his face. Doesn't get it. It's a shame. It's a shame you got to explain these things in the middle of a rant. Uh, Yeah, no, this is we're we're just getting out of hand. It's just it's just crazy. These people. The whole January sixth thing should have been resolved by now. Why is it taking this long? You know, I think they want to put convictions that stick. No, we should have had we 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 should have had the commission formed within a couple of months. It took six months to get the January sixth commission formed. Never should have taken that long. No, I and, for, uh, sadly I for, I foresee this happening this way. I I foresee that this is going to be drug on and drug on and drug on right through the elections, and then all of a sudden the. Uh, the house will get flipped badly because that's just how that's just that's a, a safe prediction based on history. Yeah, and uh, this whole commission will get swept under the rug, and it'll be you won't hear anything more about it. Coming, Look, I uh, I, under, I understand 2023 or 2023. I understand the Department of Justice justice moves at a snail's pace. Both the Department and Justice itself. But, <clears throat> excuse me. And I get that. I'm talking about the actual commission itself. It took six months to form that. The DOJ's been working on it. But now it's time to, you know, and look. They've got people cooperating already. Not all, not all the big names have come in yet. But, but now it's time to, <clears throat> excuse me, again. Slap the cuffs. Bannon needs to be bitch slapped. They need to take one and bitch slap them. 
And then the rest of them will come, tail between their legs. Because guess what? Trump ain't going to save you this time. There's no pardons. He has no executive privileges. The, the uh, judge last week told him, uh, a president is not a king, and you're not president. Executive powers don't continue on with you. The day you left tail between your legs is the day, at 12 noon that day, your executive powers cease to exist. The fact that you got a courtesy ride on a helicopter and on the plane, you ought to be happy for that. Now, didn't a uh, appeals court rule in favor of Trump? No. Uh, if I'm, if I'm, I'm pretty no. sure. I'd no. Have to, you'll have to go back. And, I'm, pretty, you'll... I'm, I'm about to tell you what happened. Okay. <clears throat> what they ruled on was just the uh, timing of it. Uh, it was more of a procedural thing. They just pushed it back two weeks to November 30th when everything has to be done. There was no, he didn't win anything. They just pushed it back two weeks. That's See, all. I, I thought it was, I thought it was completely. Uh, I promise. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, Trump hasn't won a thing in court. He rarely wins in court. His tactic is to delay, delay, delay. And they're not putting up with this nonsense anymore. And they're going right after him. Uh, before we get out of here, and I know we still have 20-some-odd minutes left, but I don't want to leave without talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Didn't, uh, didn't Chip have something to say about him in the other uh, segment here? Uh, he may have, and we'll, he does, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But uh-huh. did you see the, any of the testimony? Well, other than the fact that he was balding like a little... Uh... Like a little two-year-old without tears, which is really impressive. It, it That amazed me. When I saw that, I said, is this kid having a seizure? Because he sure as shit ain't crying. Uh-huh. Now, if there were tears, yeah, I've, I've seen a bawling session like that. You know, <laughs> everybody cries a little different, but no tears. That, it, 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 yeah, I can't, and the award for uh, acting... Uh, by the way, is, is why was a 17-year-old driven three counties over? He claims he was there to help put out fires. Uh, with and, a, uh, an assault rifle? With an AR-15. Yeah, and, and, uh, and to help injured people. And uh, I, I got to say, uh, at, at 7 Veritas 4 said this, maybe I've lived a sheltered life, but if anyone walks up to me brandishing an AR-15, I'm not likely to think, yay, thank goodness the medic is here. Yeah. I, I, you know, and, and it's just, this is what he's claiming. Why did you need an AR-15? Now, let's, let me play Why the... Why did you need to be there? Yeah, Why you did. not need to be there? Yeah. Uh, the prosecution gets into that. Let's play the chip pit first, and then I'm going to play this uh-huh. other this other piece of uh, of which is amazing. So let's uh, let's crack this uh, final bag of chips. 
the heartbreaking concert tragedy in Houston. So when fans at a concert rush the stage, it's a tragedy. But when white pot-bellied traitors organize an attack on the Capitol that results in death and a near overthrow of a democratically elected president, crickets. Just moments ago, brand new subpoenas were issued. What does Trump and his cabal of little lung monkeys have to do to get arrested? Yeah, you're not going to be showing up to testify on this so-called select committee. You really think Miller or Bannon will show up while Merrick Garland sits home binge-watching episodes of Law & Order? Republicans know the drill. They put this woman in jail for ignoring subpoenas while Ken Starr was chasing down Clinton blowjobs. Put your hand on that television. Latest news is Mike Pence's security access cards were turned off during the insurrection, and he was hiding on a loading dock, fearing for his life. What happened to this country is still happening to this country. There's a saying, everyone has a plan until someone punches them in the face. like to punch him in the face. Consider yourself punched. Then what are you prepared to do? Bitch! Damn right. I actually agree with you. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. <laughs> All right, that wasn't the correct clip, which uh, I don't believe we have anymore. So, uh, bummer. Yeah, that's a bummer. But uh, let me play this clip I have of the uh, prosecuting attorney, where it pretty much, pretty much, Rittenhouse admits his guilt. Uh, I'm not sure if this was before or after the uh, the pretend crying, but but t- take a listen to this. Now, I do want to highlight this one important moment where the prosecution shined and showed, in my opinion, that Kyle Rittenhouse is guilty. Watch this. Can you help me understand, Mr. Rittenhouse, why Gage Grosskreutz, with a pistol in his hand, is a threat to kill you, but you, with an AR-15 pointed at him, is not a threat to kill him at this moment? Can you help me understand that? I've been attacked by several people, and he decided to come and point a gun at my head. Well, first... He hasn't done that yet, has he? No. So again, I ask you, in this moment, you told us Gage Grosskreutz is a threat to you right now. Yes. He's got a pistol not aimed at you. You've got an AR-15 aimed at him. Why is he more of a threat to you than you are to him? Because he was he was moving at me with a gun in his hand. This is right after you've killed Anthony Huber, correct? Yes. Right after you fired two shots at almost point-blank range at the man running towards the camera right now and missing him, correct? Yes. This was not some innocent kid trying to protect his community. Kyle Rittenhouse's mother drove him across state lines, 45 minutes away from where they lived, three counties over, armed with an AR-15 and 30 rounds, which he obtained illegally. And remember, despite his crocodile tears, this is the same young man who, after he pleaded not guilty to his charges, was seen in a bar wearing a shirt that said free as posing with the Proud Boys, making white supremacist hand signals. Oh, and yeah, the judge told the prosecution that they were not allowed to use these photos in the trial. Let's be clear here. This was a young man who was radicalized to violence and programmed to kill by a right-wing media who dehumanized his political enemies and called for bloodshed. And then the tragic part about it all, the right-wing media, politicians, and influencers hoist up Rittenhouse as a model citizen, as a hero who all kids should emulate. And they are hoping to create an entire army of Kyle Rittenhouses to unleash on this country. Now imagine Kyle Rittenhouse was a young black man. Oh, first off, he wouldn't be alive to talk about it. That is absolutely correct. He would not be in a bar with the Proud Boys. His family would be making funeral 
arrangements. Uh, as sad as that is. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. Uh, so, hopefully this could, I, I mean, the prosecution just nailed him right there. You can't, you know, you're pointing an AR-15 at a guy who's got a gun, but he's not pointing it at you, and you've just fired off two rounds and killed a guy. Who's the bigger threat? I'd say the guy who can squeeze off a bunch of rounds with the bigger gun, who just killed a dude. Well, it's... The question goes back to the uh, to this. Who in the hell thought it would be a good idea for a 17-year-old untrained and any type of crowd control or anything to, to that matter, not deputized by by uh, anybody in Wisconsin, what is he doing there to begin with? Right, right. Yeah. There, yeah. Were plenty, there were plenty of people there, medics, and there were people that were helping out weren't carrying guns. That's right. Because he I fu- was there to pose a threat. Because I fully, I fully expect my medic to be armed to the teeth. Exactly. Speaking of seventeen-year-olds, uh, the newly the governor-elect in Virginia, uh, Yunkin, Yunkin, his seventeen, his seventeen-year-old son tried to vote. They say twice, but uh, and he he's writing it off. He's laughing it off. Oh, it's just a kid. Uh, he went up and they told him he couldn't vote. Why is a seventeen-year-old even trying? Does he not know his dad's running for elected office? And wouldn't the kid at some point say, hey, dad, I'm going to go vote for you. And dad should say, thank you, son, but you're only 17. You can't vote this time. Why did he try to go vote? Because that's what they do. They cheat. And he doesn't, they don't deny that it happened. Why is a seven? Look. I'm, I'm really getting, we got to start doing that's lighter pretty- stuff in hour two. This is supposed to be the light hour. We're supposed to be well, goofing it, off here. You, you're you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, some of the stuff that we were talking about about the industry and what have you did kind of drag on a little bit. Uh, but it's hard. This was a bad week when you figure everything that was happening. You, you know, you had the Gosar uh, video. You've had more. You've had the Rittenhouse trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's been a lot of stuff happening, plus all the crap with the uh, the vaccination and the further resistance by the anti-vaxxers. Um, I, I understand that uh, that a court blocked uh, President Biden's mandate as far as large companies, uh, large uh, employers as far as the vaccination is concerned. Mm. There has been a lot of really bad news this week oh and did you hear that the uh the former cheeto in charge has sent an envoy to some country somewhere although he's not president and he can't send ambassadors as representatives of the united states but that doesn't seem to stop him no he is acting trump is still acting like he's president he didn't act like he was president when he was president Okay, okay, he's still pretending. <laughs> okay, better word. <laughs> still pretending. Um, and this whole garbage, and I've actually noticed it kind of cut back a little bit because this uh, RSB 
network on yes. Twitter yes. was getting to the point where they were reporting every time Trump would send a memo saying they took that he took a shit. Yeah. And they're cutting back a little bit on it. But there, I still, to this day, still say that if Trump is banned from Twitter, social media in general, from Facebook as well, then why are his postings still being allowed to be put up on Twitter? All this RSBN network, or excuse me, RSB network is doing is just acting as a proxy. I've said this before. This is nothing. This is not a new opinion. I know. I, I've said Twitter, their game, their rules. I mean, I not too long ago, uh, not too long ago, spent a week in uh, Twitter jail uh, for basically suggesting that Trump should fuck off and die. Mm. You know, but um, it was just a mild. It was a mild request. It wasn't anything. I wasn't threatening him. I just, you know. Was just my, but the thing I think what happened in that, quite frankly, is I think that um, that particular tweet, that particular reply, kind of got under uh, RSB and network skin, and they reported it. Mm. You know, they have more followers than me, so their opinion is probably more important than mine. Well, keep in mind, Trump, uh, like it or not, he is a uh, person of note, of notoriety. He's a public figure. They are not, all they're doing is posting his memos, if you will, his bulletins, his statements. They're not retweeting anything. They're not liking anything on behalf of them. There's, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Is it a loophole? You better believe it's a loophole. But that's our country. I just got a reply. There, I, I came across a tweet last night, and we're going to, veer off just slightly but not really because it has to do with the election the presidential election uh steve ferguson wrote who gave the order to stop counting votes in the swing states on the night of november 3rd 4th 2020 my reply was explain to me again how only the part of the ballot for president was rigged not counted or magically delicious but the remainder was okay asking for a friend not really and I got a response from Jerry at Jack Doolittle. If you can, please explain how blocking windows says everything is fairly counted here. Oh, yeah, plus all GOP observers were pushed out. Then President Trump lost his lead. I, I, I don't know. I guess there was one place where they, you know, they did something like that. But uh, they just can't accept the... Uh, they just can't accept it. You know, we all had to suck wind and deal with it in 2016. But, uh, oh, yeah, he sent a picture along of uh, somebody holding up a piece of cardboard to a window. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, uh, again, you, you, the top of the ticket was, was, uh, was cheated. But the rest of it, where the GQP people were, elected in those were fine it was only part of the ballot that was not counted apparently apparently and i say do the whole thing over again you'll see how many uh 
they can't accept the fact that Trump lost while the rest of their people won. No, but they even their people were tired of Trump. Trump, excuse me. Enough of them. Where are we? What are we doing? I've lost. I've completely fuzzed out on what I was doing here. You're 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 all right. I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's do because this is something that uh, Midas Touch spent uh, money for to uh, uh, air. Uh, they they bought some ad space and and Fox News decided they they didn't want any part of it. So this is what Fox News uh, doesn't want you to see. Ooh. You got to click on it, John. Lee anti-Trump, whose commercials and podcasts we've aired occasionally in the past. They're called the Midas Touch, and this weekend they put this out on social media. Quote, we made a $184,854 TV buy with this ad on Fox News this week. Fox News just denied airing our ad. Retweet and get it out in every corner of the country, they say. Well, we have a pretty good reach, too, so we've chosen to air it tonight. While you watch, ask yourself what isn't factual about it, which people in it aren't real. It's about the attempt to overturn our election, the insurrection of 1-6, and the story is told by those in the fight. I'm proud of the officers I worked with on January 6th. They fought extremely hard. Our worst nightmare really come true, uh, an attack on American democracy uh, right here in the nation's capital. I experienced the most brutal, uh, savage, hand-to-hand combat of my entire life. I received chemical burns to my face that still have not healed to this day. I just remember people still swinging metal poles at us, and they were pushing and shoving. They were spraying us with, uh, you know, bear mace and pepper spray. They were all shouting at us, calling us traitors. It's been very difficult seeing elected officials and other individuals whitewash the events of that day or, or downplay what happened. As an American and as an Army veteran, It's sad to see us attacked by our fellow citizens. Midas Touch is responsible for the content of this advertising. Folks at Midas Touch, for the ad you won't see on Fox News to take us off the air tonight as we start a new... Well, well... it's I, I mean what else is there to say this isn't the words that's the words of the people that were there the words of the people that suffered at the hands of their own fellow Americans on the words of and and, and like they said it's being whitewashed the GQP just oh let's move on let's move on you you had Hillary Clinton in four or five times, eleven hours of questioning on Benghazi. You've you've yeah. jailed people over less than this, and and but now, uh, well, you know what? That's that. Yeah, let's just move on. No, no, we're not just going to move on. We're going to find the people responsible for it, and I'm pretty sure we already have. And uh, a lot of people are going to wind up dying in prison. Yeah. Whether by it's, natural it's, means or otherwise. I mean, a lot of the smaller fish are going to jail, which is good. Which is good. Uh, you had the blonde last week, 
Jenna, whatever the hell her name was, uh, she went to jail. Good for her. Good for good for us. And uh, uh, we just need to, 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 to sweep this all clean. And, and yeah, we do need to move on, but not before we take care of this. Well, a little bit of housekeeping, like 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 bitch slapping those those responsible for it. Let's find out what went on in the Willard Hotel the night before. Steve Bannon the day before. Oh, uh, where do you see tomorrow? And uh, and and uh, Rudy, uh, guilt, uh, trial by combat, blah, blah, blah. Donald Trump Jr., just for being an asshole, just in general. Uh, you know, all of them, all of them. And, and of course, I think everybody in this country, well, the normal people anyway, would be okay watching everybody walk free if the big orange goon did a perp walk in handcuffs. If I knew Trump was going to prison, I'd be a little disappointed that the rest of the people weren't, but if that was the deal, I'm, I, I might be okay with that. I want to see everybody turn on him. Everybody. Because he's going to turn on them. He's already turned on them. And they all know it. And uh, the ones that don't have re-election issues are the ones that he's most worried about. Because they can't be primaried. And, uh, you know, he keeps he keeps forgetting this, that the people he's turned on are going to turn on him. Uh, or they should anyway. They should be turning on him. You know, it's the, I told you in the, uh, about the passenger I had, uh, the uh, anti-vaxxer that I had the last uh, the last ride uh-huh. uh, uh, day yesterday, uh, and she also mentioned something else about about what she she says she didn't think that Trump would run again in twenty twenty four. She still thinks that Trump should run in twenty twenty two for um, for uh, Congress. Right. Well, yeah, there's and, the... Uh, and then be elected as, as Speaker of the House, you know, that, that route. Well, no, no, the, uh, yeah, yeah, to be Speaker of the House, and then he could, uh, he becomes third in line, and blah, 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 and yeah, it's a very convoluted, very convoluted, and uh, you want to see a riot? That would be a riot. First off, you have to find a state that will elect them. And I'm not well, you saying don't think Florida would. Uh, I'm I'm saying I don't think Ron DeSantis was going would let that happen because now well, he's no. DeSantis is thinking about running, uh, considering running for president. Himself. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, I. Uh, well, keep in mind they've all seen what uh, Youngins did in Virginia which was court the Trump voters while keeping Trump at arm's length. They've now seen it can be done. And that is going to be a trend, my friend. Oh, some of them will fall flat on their faces, thank goodness, but others will uh, will succeed until they get to the point that they realize, yeah, we don't need Trumpster anymore. It's going to take a few years, but that's what's going to happen. I promise you, you mark that. Make a note right here, right now. On this day, uh, what is today's date? Did you give the date? 
I sure did. Oh, okay. November 14th, 2021. Yesterday was Felix Unger Day. Huh? I, I, I never queued it up. I should have. At the, uh, the opening of the R Couple. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to leave his premises. Oh. That request came from his wife. <laughs> That's right. I meant to queue it up, and I and I, I just didn't. I see. Because I was and so I was feeling sorry for you because you I, you told me you had to work yesterday, and I was thinking, ah, Ed's going to be too busy to put together something to to. Uh, I better add a few more videos to the pile yeah. here. I thought. To, to be fair, I thought I was going to have to work. I didn't find out until literally Friday evening, as I was leaving for the night. Uh, I hadn't heard about anything for the next day and I knew that there was going to be shooting the next day so I called and uh, they said oh no no we're only using three three of you guys tomorrow and you're not one of them I, I, you can hear it in my voice apparently was perfect great because my guy was like uh, oh really I was probably the only one that was happy that I wasn't working the next day you know because again, well, I, I I don't say no to overtime. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay with the day off too. Uh, either way, I'm go. I'm good either way. Well, but, this ought to make your day. Go ahead. This is from Tommy Christopher. They're a media mediaite. All right. The number of Republicans who believe that former President Donald Trump will be reinstated to the presidency this year has actually gone up by a third. Since last month, even as the end of the year draws closer. Coincidentally, alcohol sales have risen. Yes. yes. <laughs> or as they used to say in unrelated news, <laughs> they're, all, they're all stinking drunk. I, I, which demonstrates clearly how little people know about how our government works. You just don't get reinstated. By the way, where's JFK Jr.? They keep pushing the goalposts back on that one. Or JFK. Or J and how tacky was it, even if you thought JFK Jr. was coming back to life? Dealey Plaza? The place where his old man was killed had his head blown clean off? Come on, man. That's just even that's low even for you nitwits. That was uh I mean, come on. Dealey Plaza? Jeez Louise. Uh, yeah, JFK Jr. He's coming back. Elvis. Well, Elvis never left. Elvis would. Elvis would be what about 108 years old now. Uh, uh, Elvis has been gone. Hey, here, here's something that'll also uh, continue to make your day. Okay. Uh, U.S. Olympic uh, gymnast Susina Lee said that she was pepper sprayed in a racist drive-by attack in Los Angeles. But we're still we're still dealing with that. On top of everything yeah. else, we're still dealing with the anti-Asian. Right. Because every Asian in the country conspired to bring COVID-19 here. That sounds reasonable to me. How about you, John? Oh, I think that's a, that's a hell of a thing. Next week, we go live on Gitter. <laughs> They'll love us over there. And Parlor. They're going to love us there. Wouldn't that that would be so beautiful if we could find? I, I don't. I don't think that they allow uh, the uh, video streaming. Probably not. Uh, Probably not. Because I think that would be. Oh, I would have so much fun with that. So much fun. 
We get more phone calls than we'd want. Believe you me, the phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> and good. Like like I was talking to with this passenger, we had a civilized conversation. Probably because she was pooping her pants, thinking I'd go off on her. But uh, that's another story for another time. It's time to say goodbye. So for that guy over there, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! Right, baby.